Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how a more expensive product can often be the least expensive solution. There's so many examples when people try to save money that they actually don't succeed in the end. This is one of those counterintuitive situations. On today's show, I'm going to challenge some loosely held beliefs that you probably hold. And when I challenge a loosely held belief or assumption, you're probably going to say, wow, I didn't know that. Most people feel energized and enlightened by challenging a loosely held belief. But if I challenge a closely held belief, the reaction is likely to be the opposite. Most will flatly reject a challenge to a closely held belief. It's too threatening to have some core ideas turned upside down. Today's episode starts with a story about the fireplace in my parents' home. In my parents' home, when I was growing up, we had a wood-burning fireplace. I loved the smell of the wood smoke. I loved the radiant heat, sitting only a few feet from the fireplace. And I love opening the steel curtain and poking at the fire with the steel poker. From about 1985 onwards, it was almost impossible to find a newly built home that had a wood-burning fireplace. They were all natural gas fireplaces. It seemed strange to me that a more expensive product, that is, the gas fireplace, would win out over a wood fireplace, which in many ways is more desirable. You would think that any home builder who's building a new home would be looking to save money. If they're going to provide a fireplace as a feature, the least expensive solution that meets that requirement is what I would expect most volume home builders to supply. Why would they use a more expensive gas fireplace? It needs a gas supply, an electronic controller, the decorative fake ceramic logs, and of course, a steel firebox. A wood fireplace is just a metal box with a brick liner. It's got to be less expensive. All of that's true, but here's the problem. When you have a wood-burning fireplace, you need to build an entire chimney, whereas a natural gas fireplace can be direct vented to the exterior of the home. No chimney required. And when you take into account the additional cost of the chimney, it turns out that the gas fireplace starts to look less expensive overall, even though the fireplace insert is much more expensive. Here's another one. The conventional heating system in an apartment is usually done with a furnace, and then the cooling is done with a centralized air conditioner. There's a lot of framing and ducting required to distribute the heat and cool air from the furnace heat exchanger throughout the apartment. In recent years, we started to build using the European-style mini-split systems. This is basically a heat pump and an air conditioner all in one where the condenser or the evaporator sits on the exterior of the building and then the reverse side sits in each room. There's a separate wall-mounted panel in each room that provides either the heat or the cooling. Now the downside to these units is that traditionally they actually haven't been used very much in North America so people aren't familiar with them. They're not very popular. You find them all over Europe. Some people don't like the look of the panel on the wall. These systems are more expensive than the traditional furnace and air conditioner. But when you take into account the fact that you eliminate all the extra framing and all the extra duct work, these systems can in fact be less expensive. Not only that, these systems give you individual temperature control in each room. You don't need to spend money heating or cooling rooms that you're not using. So while they're more expensive, in reality, they're much cheaper. Finally, let's talk about paving. The problem with most forms of hard surface paving is that they create a drainage problem. Some people prefer concrete. It's got a longer life than asphalt and it looks better than asphalt, but it's more than double the cost. 
The real cost, however, is not the material itself, but the preparation of everything underneath. If you have curbs and buildings to contend with, you could be facing extremely high cost for the subsurface drainage. And every time you need to eliminate a permeable surface, you create a drainage problem. That's given rise to a whole new set of paving products that are permeable. They're more expensive than standard asphalt. But you eliminate the really high cost of burying pipes in the ground and putting steel drains and manholes and trench drains and all that stuff. The cost of that subsurface drainage can be completely eliminated. So what do all three of these examples have in common? The local optimization of cost gives way to a bigger picture optimization. If you elect a more expensive solution locally, but can eliminate another cost entirely, the result can be a significant savings. But it requires a change in thinking. It requires a change in context. Finding the cheapest material is based on linear, small thinking. Finding the cheapest solution requires bigger thinking. As you're thinking about that, where could you realize huge savings by spending a little bit extra in one area? Have an awesome rest of your day. Make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.